Hey guys, welcome to the I Don't Fame. <laughs> you guys, I just combined the two names of my podcast, the I Don't Famous podcast. Welcome to the I Don't Get It podcast. This is Ashley. This is Lauren. And today, Naz is not not joining us, unfortunately, because we're having some audio difficulty and Laura and I are recording from the, the bathtub <laughs> in my mom and dad's bathroom <laughs> because we are at home this week and we tried to find the place that has the least electrical cording and here we are with a comforter in the big bathtub. Um, we are joined today... <laughs> We are joined today <laughs> by who we like to call our cousin. It's really just a close family friend, Christina. Hi. Um, hi. So you guys may remember her from the Jade podcast. She talked about giving birth. You know how Jade was all like hippy-dippy Mother Earth. And then Christina came on and, and she was real about the pain of childbirth. She was hysterical. We thought that we'd have a lot more material with her um, that would that you guys would enjoy. So we have her on. We're going to talk primarily about marriage and like uh, early early life. You know, like that weird stage, upper twenties, early thirties, when you're just like kind of figuring out your own family. You know. Um, before we get started with all that, Christina, we like to ask our guests, what is something in this world that you just don't get? Ooh, what is, oh God, there's so many things. I'm trying to think of something that's like good and deep, but nothing's going to come out like that. No, no, no. It doesn't have to be. For example, I can start today. My, I don't get it this week is, you know, when you go to a fancy hotel or you have like the cleaning ladies over and they will fold the paper towel into a triangle. I don't get what the point of that is other than to symbolize, hello, I've been here and I cleaned your bathroom. Oh, I love that. That's exactly what that's for. It's like here and have a great day. It's like a little of a fan. Yeah. You know what I don't get? This is what I don't get. Okay. I don't get the obsessive need for hashtags, especially this one. Hashtags no fucks given. <laughs> <laughs> no, because honestly, that drives me crazy when people like people will actually take time to write up a meme or to take the time to write I don't give a fuck. Hashtag no fucks given. When Zero you fucks obviously give. give a fuck. Clearly, you do care. Yeah. You're writing that. You might as well just address it to the person that you, you really want to think. Like, if there were no fucks given, you wouldn't have used a filter. If there were no fucks given, you wouldn't have posted this. Oh, Why exactly. You exactly. You would not have posted that to the bottom line. Yeah. Just write hashtag I'm needy and I own it. I that? know. Today I was going to post a picture and just simply say, I liked this picture of me. Yeah. Just don't, don't be like, oh, beautiful lighting or Sunday, Sunday. Just be like, hi, I feel pretty. Yeah. Don't <laughs> judge exactly. me. Exactly. Um, and when, you know how girls like put inspirational quotes under their pretty Instagrams? It's like, no, all you wanted to do was post like, my that boobs picture. look good. That's yeah, it. Totally. Period. Yeah. Like you're not like running like in like a forest with like all these flowers around you or forest would be actually, no, that wouldn't be the correct analogy, but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't try to be all deep. You didn't even make up that quote. You just look good. You're having a good hair day and just say it. Hey guys, don't I look cute today? Sorry. How to post this. How about that? You would get more likes if you said something like that too. I agree. No one actually reads the quote either. They just look at the picture. Totally. Of course. Um, Not the whole quote. Also what I wanted to address was you, you said before, Ashley, like that, um, 
Jade did the whole hippie, like, yeah. and Christina did, like, the realistic birth. Jade's birth They're, was no, also no, no. realistic. They're both realistic. I, I meant uh, Christina represented more, like, a lot of women's experiences. <laughs> and for Jade, it just seemed it's, to be it's so like, whimsical. It was whimsical, but also, like, she endured a lot of pain. Oh, she did. She just is did very she do it naturally? Yeah, she did yeah. it naturally, and she endured a lot of pain, and she didn't want to use, you know any drugs which is very commendable but that a lot is, of people can't do it it's okay wow. i can't do it what i liked I, what i meant to say was that i love listening to jade because i'm so honestly inspired by jade i always say that she's like the only friend of well she's not the only friend of mine that inspires me but she's somebody that i can actually use that word and mean truly it. mean it um but christina represented like how i imagine myself to be yes. while giving birth okay well Back to, speaking of family, um, let's talk about youth and marriage and children and how you, you're 25 when you got married. And a lot of the people that listen to our podcast were about that age when they got married. And they're like, we can't relate when you talk about being single in your upper 20s or at least not married in your upper 20s. So we thought we'd bring Christina on to talk about that and how it is and how life is different. And like, we want to see, we want to learn from her. Oh my God. Life is so different. Yeah. So you have your sister, Amanda, well, Amanda got married when she was pretty young too. But then your other sister, she got married when she was what? 36? 30. No, she was like 38 or something. I think. Damn it. That's crazy. So like, how do you think life is different in good ways and in bad ways when you get married younger versus older? I think personally, I know for myself now, I didn't think this at the time because when you're 25 and you get engaged, you're like, oh my God, I'm so much cooler than all of my friends. Like I know that for myself, I personally did think like that. I would have never said that out loud, but now as an old lady, I can say that that's totally what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, Rather than, you know, I just happened to have met a man who was 12 years older than me who fell in love with me also. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Nothing special about me. It just so happens. Some people are luckier than others. You know, some people have cellulite and some people don't. And some people get married earlier than others. That's it. I know I had no idea what marriage was at all. Um, To me, it was like a big party. You know what I mean? It was an excuse to have a big party. I don't think you really realize at 25 anyway, um, what marriage is and what a big deal it is until you're actually in it. You know, once you have kids and once you're like, you know, you're locked in, you're like, oh, oh, you know, this wasn't just about like picking favors and like what colors I would do and flowers. It's about, you know, starting a life. And, you know, I think at 25, you don't really know yourself. Like for myself, it worked out, but I think there's a big difference if you're getting married a little bit older, you know, you've dated more people. You know, my husband was my first real, real boyfriend. I think that anybody else I had dated before was about two weeks to, I think, a month. That was it. So in hindsight, do you think you're ready for it? No. But I don't think anyone's ever ready for it. I don't think it is. You know what I mean? I just, but keep in mind also, like, I have a no bullshit policy when it comes to dating. Like, if you're weird, if you're being shady, you know, if you're not a gentleman, I'm like, peace. There's another fish in the sea. That's why I cannot stand when when girls put up with things that they don't need to. Because it's there's like there's so many dudes out there. Don't do that to yourself. My mom made a list of some questions for you. I love your mom. Um, I love mom. She one of them is 
when you get all dolled up, is it more for you or for him, your husband? Oh, it's 1000% for myself. Okay. But that being said, when I'm at my best, everybody else in my house is at their best also because that whole expression like happy wife, happy life, Mm -hmm. you know, everybody has a better day when they're feeling cute. You know, everybody has a better day when they feel like, you know, if you wake up and you get out of bed late and you're like, oh, whatever, you're not going to have as good of a day. But if you get up and the first thing you do is you make your bed and you start it out good and like, you know, you curl your eyelashes and you put on lotion and all those things that you might not do every single day, you feel better about yourself. So, you know, when you're light, you attract light. Yeah. And then it makes your husband want to look good for you too. That's true. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know he went through a dying his hair phase. Is he still in it? He's still in it, guys. And it's killing me. It's killing me. (laughs) Yeah, that's awkward. It's like you're lying. You know why it's awkward? It's just also because honestly, like I like him better. When I first met my husband, he had salt and pepper hair. Mm -hmm. And now he's like full on salt. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I thought it was hot when I first met him because it was like something sexy about him. But I, anybody married to me, you know, for that long, obviously, he's lucky he has hair still now. But he does have a lot of hair. He has a lot of hair, but so does his dad. I can't deal with the bald thing. The bald thing freaks me out. What would you do if he was losing his hair? Because I, I'm like tempted to start my future husband on, what is it called? Propecia? Uh, yeah, Propecia. I think you should, because I would probably move to North Korea. See, <laughs> see, I would be like, babe, I know this seems a little bit, um, like a little bit rude, but to be honest, don't you just want me to always be as much attracted to you as I can? And therefore you're doing this for not just me, but for you, because I'm going to give you as much like sex and love as possible if you are looking like this versus yeah, Baldy. But- I get what you're saying. And I think it's always good to have a open relationship with your husband, but open and honest aren't always the best policy. You know, like there's times I'm sure my husband still had sex with me, but I'm sure he wasn't attracted to me. You know what I mean? Like right after, oh yeah. I mean, like right after I had both my boys, I was like 70 pounds overweight. That's not hot. You know what I mean? But what is hot and what is sexy and what is so awesome is that he never made me feel like that. Mm-hmm. That's just true. like, you know, when he's been eating, you know, carbs like a maniac and he goes like on a little binge and he's been gaining weight. Like his thing is he, he always thinks of like, like the fattest person he knows. And this person can be like morbidly obese. Like somebody you saw on Facebook, I'm going to name a person. Um, let's call him Henry. You know, somebody he sees like from high school, whatever, and Henry is morbidly obese and can't even walk. He'll look at me and be like, I look like Henry, don't I? I'm like, like, no, no, you're not like Henry. He's like, and then he'll eat something and he'll be like, I'm totally Henry. I'm going to the store. I'm going to get ice cream. I'm like, okay, love you. That's so funny. That's why I watch my 600 pound life because I'm like, well, at least I'm not them. At least I'm not them. I feel a little fat, but I'll never be that. It's inspiring. It's totally inspiring. (laughs) But you know, there's times where I do tell a little white lie and I'm like, no, you know, when he's like, do I look pregnant in this? Do I look like I have boobs? It's like, you know, and they might be little tiny boobs, but you know, they're my little tiny boobs. You know what I mean? Like, and he's going to like, he is going to be chubby until he decides to do something about it. And then he does. And, you know, he goes back, but I don't ever, maybe it's because I've been married so long or because he's a guy, I'm sure guys think differently, but you know, whether he is 
15 pounds overweight, 20 pounds overweight, or 20 pounds thinner, to me, he's always his adorable self. You know what I mean? He might annoy me and stuff like that, but um, I never feel like not attracted to him. This is another mom question, which brings up the point of annoying. What does he do now that annoys you that didn't when you met him? Oh, um, probably everything. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even lying. It's horrible. It's so funny. Um, You know what it is? When you first meet somebody, and even those first couple of years, you're so like, just, uh, I don't know. I think you're in like that bliss phase of, oh, well, that's just him. That's Mm -hmm. just him. It's like, no, you know what? Wet towels on the bed is not cute. Don't throw a wet towel on the bed. When when my son, who's 10 years old, says, I don't know what's up with dad, man. He just doesn't listen. And I'm like, what are you talking about, buddy? And he's like, you always tell him, don't leave wet towels on the bed. And he does it all the time. You know, those are things that the only thing that has always bothered me about my husband from the day I slept, first day I slept over to this morning is that he is so obnoxiously loud in the morning. Hmm. that it is so rude it's like almost like like a sasquatch came in and jumped like he doesn't just sit on the bed like after you know like you get out of the shower you're drying yourself off and you sit down and put on your shoes or whatever mm-hmm. he doesn't sit he like goes airborne like <laughs> in the air and plops himself down like it's almost as if like i swear i want to videotape it one day because i think he's doing it like just so i look up and then he like laughs or something yeah, that's like definitely it but like, no, that's, but that's the problem. It's really not it. He's just obnoxious and clueless and very inconsiderate in the morning. So that's always been annoying. It hasn't just that, developed. How do yeah, you deal with it? Rude. How do you deal with the annoyances? Do you call them out or do you brush them off? It depends on my mood. Like sometimes I'm like, for the love of God. And he'll be like, what, babe? <gasps> like he doesn't get it. And then other times I'll... Like, if I know he's rushing or whatever, I won't say anything because I know that he'll snap back at me. Sometimes I, um, it's like a 50-50. Majority of times I just brush it off because, one, it's already done. So it's almost like you pick and choose your battles because I know no, no matter what I say, it's going to happen the next day. So, like, <laughs> I can be, you know, just accepting of it. Or I can add more fuel to the fire, which now is going going to mean that he is going to leave for work in a bad mood Mm. and I'm going to like snap at him or something like that. Or he's going to be like, I can't help it. Okay. Like just something because he's tired, obviously also. And then I know that my husband cannot function if we're annoyed at each other. Like he will literally leave work and come back home. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. That's like our one thing that we do do. That's super cute. Is that, um. (laughs) Like, I know that um, we're both, it's almost like, like, we can't deal. Like, my husband more so than me, like, sometimes if I know he's mad at me or something like that, I'm kind of just like, whatever. But if he knows I'm mad at him, like, genuinely mad, like, he can't function. Like, he's actually taken a half day at work and come home before. That's so cute. That's exactly what I would do. So, Naz has this problem random i know she's not here to talk about her problem so i'm going to talk about it for her <laughs> um but she never drinks enough water but she just recently discovered liquid iv as did lauren and i and if you guys saw her insta story you saw this really cool product um about how she adds to her regular bottled water to add flavor but more importantly more than flavor it hydrates her and us so well 
It's very, very cool. Now it says she doesn't like the taste of water, so this makes her actually want to drink water. So Liquid IV is such a great product because if you're the one of those people who knows you should drink more water, but you don't, this allows you to get more out of the water you do drink. One packet in your water provides the same hydration as two to three bottles of water because it gets into your bloodstream more efficiently than water alone. No, it's like amazing because, you know, the the essence of beauty is water. Water. <laughs> so drink your liquid IV, get prettier because you're going to be more hydrated. You can use it after a night on the town when you've had a couple too many to rehydrate or after a workout or after a hike or traveling. You know how being in a, in a plane can be totally dehydrating. It's non-GMO, vegan, and all that other good stuff. And for each order that is placed, they donate one serving to people in need, which I do love. You like that? I love Liquid IV, and I know you will too. Right now, our listeners get 20% off at liquidiv.com when you use our code GETIT at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order on Liquid IV's website. Go to liquid-iv.com and enter our promo code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T, to get your savings and start getting better hydration. That's liquid-iv.com, promo code GETIT. Don't wait. Get hydrated today. A lot of our listeners want to know if sex is the same or is it still like, you know, good when you're, how many years are you in a marriage? What is this? 12? 12. 11? So 11 that makes you how old just for people's context? I am 38. Perfect. Um, so, yeah. how, so how is it? No. So it's got to be longer than that. I was 20. Yes. Yeah, so no, it's 12 years. Okay. Right. Yeah. 12, 13. Okay. Okay. Um, is sex the same after you get married? Um, I think you have more sex right after you get married. And then kids change that. The one good thing about married sex is I think it's funnier. (laughs) (laughs) Because a lot of times, um, unless you have like a walk-in closet you it has to be like on a time routine because something somebody can come in Mm -hmm. um these kids have no respect i don't know when i was younger like you just didn't walk into your mom's bedroom like these kids are like what's mine is yours and we'll just walk in the room like so wait have the kids ever caught you before um no but you know what's crazy i oh god i never tell anybody this but um i know my my one son heard me one time how do you know this because he oh god this is so embarrassing i feel like i wish i could say don't tell anyone but obviously everyone's gonna hear this um he said that it sounded like i was almost getting hurt oh yep. um yes i was uh, so my face must have turned like bright red <laughs> and uh my husband was like what, what what do you mean what do you mean like getting hurt and i go oh i remember he goes, well, he goes, it was like weird moaning sounds. And then like, almost like you were getting hurt, but like you weren't, that's exactly what he said. So I was like, oh my God. Um, and then I thought to myself, I'm like, oh, I know what happened. I said, daddy was massaging my shoulders, the one that was hurting me. And he's like, oh, that oh. is such a good cover up. But when he's older, he'll be very scarred when he realized <laughs> what was actually happening. Totally. His wife one day is going to be like, can I have a, can I have a massage? He's going to be like, no. <laughs> flashback um so yeah you always have to worry about the kids walking in um yeah or like you know what it is also is that like i'm freaking tired at the end of the night okay guys i'm tired and 
my older son, he's 10, but he's one, he's just like a night owl. Like he would go to bed late every night if I let him, but I have to wait for him to be asleep, you know? And then, then I'm like, shit, do I ever, I don't feel like, I don't want any sexy time. Like I don't feel sexy right now. I, this is like flannel PJs type of time. You know what I mean? Like where I just want to like lay in bed and not talk to anyone. And Mike, I have shut off for the day. Um, How do you gently let him down from that? Oh, there's no really gently. I'm just like, oh, I'm like, oh, please. I'm like, like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> so that's horrible. like, God, no, that please, so God, hard. no. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, this is someone like, like, that just have an experience that. And it's so, it's like, so I just don't know when this transition happens to when it's you're like, it's so funny. It's like six months after. It's like, God, it happens, please stop. It happens gradual, but sometimes I'm like, please, I'm like, oh, please, no, don't get mad at me. I'm like, I promise you tomorrow. I promise. And he'll be like, yeah, promises, promises. I'm like, no, I, I promise. I promise. Like last week he got upset with me because I, I totally um, let him down like three nights in a row. And then as fate would have it, um, you know, in the morning I was like, are you mad at me? He's like, I'm not, I'm not mad. Honestly, I'm getting used to it. So oh. I was like, oh, no. yeah, totally. No manipulation there. So he's like, I'm getting used to it. I'm like, oh, great. Do you, so, do you think that it's appropriate in marriage to masturbate? I think we asked this a couple of weeks ago to our other guest. Wait, when did we yeah. ask that? Um, to uh, I don't remember some therapist or therapist. The no, therapist, okay. Doctor Now. You think it's okay to masturbate during marriage? I think it, it's okay if the day ends and why. Yeah, I think it's just totally normal. Um. So was he was your first real boyfriend? Your first boyfriend that lasted longer than a month? Yeah. How did you? First off, was he your first time? No, he wasn't. But like I always say, like I, you know, I went through like a period of time that I made up with like every boy in the tri-state area. <laughs> but I didn't sleep with a lot of guys. I was very like, I think because um, I had had such like a big weight loss and was so self-conscious of my body that that was something that I was like, I just couldn't like hook up with whoever, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. I was so like, Oh God, I'm going to have to like turn off the lights and, um, you know, so, so for your viewers who don't know, obviously, yeah. cause they wouldn't know me. I had, um, I had gastric bypass when I was 18 years old and long story short, which never happens with me. I ended up losing 174 pounds in less than two years. And with that comes a lot, a lot, a lot of excess skin. And um, it basically, if you've ever seen my 600 pound life, um, I wasn't 600 pounds, but I was over 300 pounds. And when you see all that excess skin, that's what you have. Now, getting naked in front of anyone is a little um, nerve wracking to say the least getting naked when you are 12 years younger than somebody and their ex-wife was a trainer. My mm -hmm. husband was before me. Um, his ex, my, my husband's ex-wife was a trainer with like blonde hair. And here he thinks he's like getting lucky with like this girl who's like 12 years younger and she's probably tight and toned and everything. And obviously that was so not the case for me. So it definitely was a big deal um, to be intimate with him. I would definitely say that the, my first sexual experience with my husband was not like this hot experience. Um, but it was something that it's almost like 
I feel like sex is way better now because I'm totally comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. And before I, before me, I got married to my husband, I hadn't had my surgeries. I had just had my surgeries actually right before we got married. But when I your first skin, met your him, skin surgery, yes. So like my boobs were like they look like they were like inflated and deflated balloons. Mm-hmm. I had all this extra skin. And he never, and I love him for this, like never, ever, ever made me feel uncomfortable. What a cutie. I know. I know. He was so good. Outside of sex, how did your weight loss affect your romantic life at that point in your life and when meeting Joe? Oh, my God. Um, I think that there isn't an aspect of my life that my weight loss didn't. That, I mean, that's a, that's a whole nother podcast. But, I mean, to to sum it up, like, there is, when you are that heavy, people talk to you slower and actually louder, like as if that you are like, like you're retarded or something. I know it's not a PC word to use, mm-hmm. but um, almost like as if you don't speak the same language. They look at you funny when you're eating. You constantly, constantly feel like you are being judged silently, like all the time. Um, so I would feel like, and even when, once you lose all that weight, you physically might not look like the fat girl, but in your mind, you will always be the fat girl. So you question and doubt, like, is this guy, um, dating me because he thinks it's funny and like, he wants to win a bet. Like you don't, you, God, I think back to how sick that sounds when I say it out loud. Because I don't look now, well, I mean, now, like, as an adult, I don't look like, like an ugly fat girl. But, like, I remember feeling that way and feeling so insecure and having, I think, one of the reasons, aside from the fact that my husband's just not a dick, one of the reasons that me and him have a good relationship and he's always treated me with respect is because I was so insecure that I was going to be disrespected or thought down upon that I always made it seem like I was used to being treated in a like princess fashion. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like if he took me to a nice restaurant, like I pretended like I, I didn't act like bitchy or anything, but I just was like, thank you. I didn't act like I was totally impressed. Like this was supposed to be what it was supposed to be like, even though in my head, I'm like, oh my God, this is so sweet. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know, like, I've been here before. Guys have done like this a little before. defensive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but not like it, it wasn't like in a bitchy way. It was almost like, you know, what might have looked like bitchiness was like blazing insecurity. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Hey, guys, we need to take a minute to talk about one of our favorite new things. If you listened previously to the show, you heard us talk about FrameBridge. They make it super easy and affordable to custom frame your favorite things from art prints to posters to photos on your phone. It's super easy on their site. Here's how it works. Just go to framebridge.com, upload your photo from your computer or directly from your Instagram feed for them to print. Or if you have a physical item, ticket stubs, art prints, posters, you name it, you can send it to them for free and they'll frame it. Preview your item in any frame, choose your favorite, and get a free recommendation. They'll frame it super fast. It only takes a couple of days, and it's super affordable. Their prices start at $39, and all shipping is free. Lauren knows that I've personalized every single apartment, every room I've ever had. 
So I, I love to blow up things poster size or, you know, a big frame, like a statement thing so that everybody walks into the apartment and sees it. We just did an adorable pic of you, me, Jade, and baby Emmy in St. Lucia because one, it reminds us of like the first time we got to hang out with Emmy for real. Mm-hmm. And then it reminds us of St. Lucia, which is our favorite vacation spot in the entire world. All these pics that are just sitting on your phone can finally get framed and displayed like ours. You guys just have to try this service. Plus, our listeners will get 15% off their first order at framebridge.com when they use our code GETIT, G-E-T-I-T. Get started framing your photos or art today. Go to framebridge.com and use the promo code GETIT, and you'll save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo GETIT. Um, with him being your first real boyfriend, and I think a lot of our listeners have like little relationship experience. Some have none. Of course, some have a lot. But, you know, Naz and I being, well, me just experiencing <laughs> real relationships at this very old age of 29 and 30. And then Naz having never had like a, a, a serious committed guy to call a boyfriend. Um, is it different marrying your first boyfriend? And do people say things like you should get more experience and then do you have your own self-doubts about like maybe you having not gotten out there enough and maybe you're just settling or or like you don't even know know what's good yeah you know what like I can tell you from from my are you guys still there yeah Yeah. (laughs) I can tell you I'm like was it something I said (laughs) I can tell you from my experience that I always felt like I always doubted myself. Always. I do it every day to this day. You know, I might not let people know that, but I always doubt myself. Um, I remember being engaged and then getting closer to the wedding and thinking like, wait a minute, like, is this my soulmate? Is this like, he does things that like, we're very different and that wait but some people say opposites attract maybe that's good maybe that's not I don't think you're ever really sure until you're sure you know what I mean and like what does that mean anyway you know I know I know one thing I know that no man has ever ever shown me unconditional love or or given me that or made me feel like I wasn't a freak or made me feel more understood than my husband has ever I know that before I met my husband, I did think every guy was a scumbag. And he's definitely made me think differently. I think that every dog has its day and people come in your life either for a reason or a season. And whether I thought at times early on in my relationship or even right before I got married or even even after I was married, you know, is this guy a season? I realized he was more of a reason. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and, and that's only because we have gone, you know, we have, we've gone through a lot together. You know what I mean? When, um, we both don't drink. So we both have that in common. And that was like a strong bond that, um, we had together that not a lot of people have that, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, when I met him, I was at a really dark place in my life. And to think that something, or someone feeling so lost and, you know, in such a need for somebody to just grab my hand and tell me it was going to be okay. I never thought that that was going to happen, but it did. I never, you know, I always wanted to have kids one day, but I never thought I would find anybody cool enough to breed with because 
I didn't like guys. Like I, I just, I didn't really respect guys. I thought guys were just stupid. Like, you know, you can guy, you can get any guy to buy you a drink. Like, you know, I love old cars. My favorite movie's Goodfellas. You could say whatever the hell you want just to get them to listen. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're stupid and they'll go along with whatever. I didn't respect men as men. You know what I mean? Did like, they like, rather- um, did they actually like date you as like bets and stuff? Or that's something you made up in your head? Um, I know that there were like boys that would try to make out with me for the night. Um, it's a thing actually. They call it hogging. I didn't even know about this. Ugh. Yeah, I found this out later. It was fun. <laughs> wow, that's so sad. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But um, I didn't realize, that, like, look, you know, you, you attract who you are at the time. And if you're in a dark sp- space, those people around you most likely are too. And then, you know, you're not going to get the, the best company. But when you hang around someone who is not a piece of shit and you're not viewing yourself as a piece of shit, you have all these good people around you suddenly. You know, it all it always comes down to where you are in your life. So do you think that you were coming out of that dark stage when Joe came into your life? I think that when I met Joe, I was in the darkest place possible. And I just happened to meet somebody and start having a conversation with him. And it was almost as if like, as cheesy as this might sound, like God was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw you a bone. Hmm. And... You know, as much as I can say, oh, you know, there were times where I was like, oh, was I ready for this and everything like that? I know a good thing comes around like, you know, once, maybe twice in a lifetime. And I was not about to let it go for the sake of like, oh, I've never had, you know, I've never been gangbanged by a sorority. You know what I mean? Like, really? Like, that's like such a good lesson for guys to hear, I think, because they're like, you never know when a Victoria's Secret model is going to, you know, want to fuck you. It's like, well, this great, amazing, smart girl wants you. You should probably take her up on it. Totally. You know what? And if things aren't going to work out, they're not going to work out. But like chances of that Victoria's Secret model happening are slim to none, pal. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just think it's some, you know, like just live in the moment and... All these things are easy. You know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You don't feel that way when you're going through it. It's not until you get to a different place where you're like, man, I'm so glad that I stayed on this path. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm so glad I gave this a chance. One of my last questions and also a question that mom came up with was, I already know the answer after listening to you for 30 minutes, was if you could marry him again, would you? Yeah, I would. I Yay. definitely would. You know, and it's funny if you, if there's been times in my life that if you would have asked me that, oh, here he comes barging in the room. <laughs> Make an appearance. Room. Come say hi. My husband always laughs whenever like I'll say like, oh, here you go. Bringing this in or doing this. He just says, it's my, it's my room. <laughs> Meanwhile, he tells everybody, he goes, I get two rooms in this. I get the basement and I get the garage. <laughs> in the house. So apparently it's three rooms. And he's allowed to sleep in the bed. The girls asked me what you do that drives me crazy. And I said, wet towels and throwing yourself on the bed in the morning. Because you're athletic, he says. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess I just want to know about, you know, I guess always a worry is when you have a relationship and when that spark, I don't want to say the spark dies. I think like when you get past a certain point and you're more like companions than you are necessarily boyfriend and girlfriend, you know what I mean? 
How do you keep it alive? How do you go through that transition that I feel like can be such an awkward transition? Because you're like, oh, do we not like each other anymore? Or are we just entering that next phase? You know what? I'm so glad that you asked that because that's not always often talked about. And as soon as my husband leaves the room, I will actually address that. Of course. Take your time. <laughs> Thank you. Are there are there gummies in that one? Oh. There's like Easter candy all around my house. So like, what, do you got? what do you got in that box? All right. He's exiting the room. He's walking out of the room. He's coughing out of the room. He's coughing out of the room. Love you. Okay. So, you know, um, you said like, if that spark leaves, I could tell you firsthand. Um, it definitely did leave. I, I, um, I think I said this in your, in your podcast, um, or podcast as my husband calls it, (laughs) that, uh, you know, I know for myself, it wasn't just a matter of letting myself go. Um, because like we said, when we get dressed up, it's usually for ourselves. And when you're not feeling good about yourself, you just sometimes don't even have like the will to try or you're too tired or whatever it is. Um, you know, there, there was a time and I don't know when it happened. I do personally think it's after we had kids, um, where I stopped doing little stupid things like, you know, getting him a scratch off lottery ticket on the way home or, um, you know, getting his favorite ice cream when I stopped at the convenience store, just because I was like, Oh, I'm going to save money this week or, Oh, um, you know, whatever he's fine. He says he doesn't want to eat that. But like, those little things that I stopped doing or that he stopped doing all, you know, start to snowball and it's very easy to lose that spark. And that's when, you know, when majority of people do give up their marriage, you know, marriages work, you know, just like, just like your career, no matter how much you love it, it's a lot of work. You know, it took you guys how long to set up these phones and everything like that. Like, <laughs> you know, if you just quit on it, there would be no podcast. You know, I have to, um, and I'm only saying this cause there, you know, there have been stale points in my marriage that I stopped trying and I took for granted. Um, and my attitude was not the best. Um, but if I, if I stop, you know, taking care of my kids, they're going to be neglected and, you know, they get taken away by the state. Same thing kind of happens with your marriage and, you know, being with somebody for the rest of your life, there's something beautiful and comforting, but also fucking boring, okay? <laughs> like, let's be honest. I'm going to be real, all right? I'm not a fun person all the time. You know what I mean? I swear, I bore the hell out of my husband. Sometimes I come home and he's like, hey, so what's up? So what's up? And I'm like, I have nothing really good to say. Like, Or I just want to shut off and like my time has expired and I don't want to talk to anyone anymore after like 8.30. You know, that's not a fun thing to come home to. That's not a fun thing, you know? Um, but I totally just had an ADD moment, guys. I was on no, a roll. No, no, no. I, I was going to actually say, interrupt. So, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, it's way easier and I think more fun for anyone to have that person who's even boring waiting for you at home rather than having to have that uncomfortable go out to a bar, try and find someone, have new conversations to see if you like the person. Like, I'd rather have the comfortability of like, I want to shut the fuck up right now and you're going to understand that rather than like, yeah, so I, I like amusement parks. and Yeah, but I'm wondering if Willard, she's saying that you come home and if you're cranky, 
do you power through it and you're nice and you have a good conversation and then you feel better? Or do you just say, hey, I don't feel good. But then what if you get into that pattern of being like, hey, I just want to shut up. Hey, I don't want to well, talk to you. That's exactly it. I, I did personally get into a pattern where I was like, I don't feel like talking. And it wasn't against him. It was just against the world. And it was like, I just wanted to shut down because, you know, it's hard being a woman. There's a lot expected out of you. You're supposed to look nice. You're supposed to, you know, portray a certain thing, be involved with your kids and their schools and all these things like that. And what's very easy is to not put an effort into the things that are always there. Like my dog, I might not walk my dog every day, but I'm going to let them out every day. And, and, um, I know that when I don't put energy into my marriage and push through those times where I am tired and I don't feel like talking and make him feel like a priority, um, that's not good because I didn't do the best I could. You know, I can say, oh, I'm going to put all my energy into my kids. But like, that's not being the best mom I can because being the best mom I can is also being the best wife I can and showing them an example of that. Like I look at like how your parents are to this day. Mm-hmm. And I aspire to be like that because your parents don't have their little girls, you know, you guys have grown up now, but like they don't have their little girls in the house anymore. We're like, you know, your mom was taking care of you guys and she waited for your dad to come home. Now it's just about their life. You know what I mean? Like, and if you don't make that a priority, you're doomed, you know, because one day my kids are going to leave here and it's just going to be us again, you know, and And it's just like the little things like getting that carton of ice cream. That's like enough. Totally. And that's exactly it. Like if I know my husband's not eating carbs that day, I'll make sure that, you know what, if I'm at the convenience store, I'm going to pick up a scratch off. He just walked back in. Oh, he goes, the day that my kids leave, he goes, once our kids leave the house, he goes, when that happens, we're going to walk around in karate uniforms all day. And that's, you know what, that's another thing. Like that's my husband goal. says like the craziest things out of nowhere. Like he has a, a a horrible, horrible, but it's really funny habit of talking to me, not on the commercials, but only when the show that I want to watch comes on. Mm-hmm. And he'll have to make fun of the show the whole time Why I'm trying to listen to it. So now this is me. I have the closed captions on. I'm trying to read it and listen at the same time because he's talking over and trying to make jokes that are funny, but I don't want to laugh at because I just want to listen to the show. (laughs) Which show is this? Tell me the show so I can imagine. Oh, it's um, Dr. Phil. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Vanderpump Rules, who he calls. What do you call him? Vandersloot? Vandersloogan. Vandersloogan. <laughs> <laughs> he loves that old guy. He always says that he looks like the Gordon's Fisherman. I've never seen Vanderpump Rules. Are you serious? I know. It's so up our alley. I know. It really is. Uh, oh, my God. It, you, you would like it because... um, Come on, honey. Please, you have to go downstairs. I'm talking about you. <laughs> I'm talking about you. I'm telling them deep, private, personal stuff. My my husband has a look of panic and confusion right now in his face. They know your social security number and everything. He likes to take it up the butt, ladies. That's some great information. Okay, okay, okay. We're getting a little off track, and I do, I need, I have a couple more deep questions left. I need to know... Um, we have this fantasy of marriage when we're little and we just want to get married, which is so funny because then you talk about it being work and it being so much about compromise and like pushing yourself to do things that you don't feel like doing. What are the perks and why is it better that, than you think 
it is to just be single your whole life. If I had to pick perks on the other life, because the grass is always greener, I would definitely say not having to answer to anyone or worry about anybody. You know, like there are so many times where I'll get off of work or I'll get out like an hour early and I'm like, oh my God, I would love to go to Home Goods or like Sephora or whatever. Or like, I just want to go to a movie by myself and not have to wonder like if we're going to get a babysitter, if um, I'm going to, our schedules are going to, you know, work out where I can see it this week. And, you know, did he eat? Oh, wait, I should go home because I want to make sure that they ate and everything like that. Like, just being able to be selfish and worry about yourself has got to be awesome. Uh, is it but awesome? Why, but why is it better? Why do you think oh, it, marriage is better? I, don't think I, mean, it's, I mean, not to like be oh, a total proponent for it, but it's just like in this, in this generation, I feel like so many guys are like, oh, that's something, I don't even know if that's something I want to do, or at least not something I want to do until I'm 40. We've had friends, guy friends on here who have claimed that they want to put that off for as long as possible, but that's... But to me, that's sad. And I think to a lot of our listeners, that's sad. So why do you think that it's something that enhances your life? Just freedom. Being, um, oh, being married? Yeah. I would say marriage enhances my life because I know that, like, I have a partner in crime. You know what I mean? Like, we always say, like, it's me and him against the world. And, like, we don't walk around like, oh, the whole world hates us. But it's like, I know that no matter where I'm living, no matter what happens, as long as the, like, we're together, it's all going to be okay. You know what I mean? Like I might not have all the money in the world. I might not have that, like the end result of the final house that I want, that we're working towards or whatever our goal for that year might be is as long as I have him by my side, it's going to be okay. I I truly believe that. Like I have like no, I have no, I don't doubt him at all. Like I, I don't, like a lot of girls, like they look through like their husband's phones and stuff like that. Like I've looked through my husband's phone, I think three times in the, how many, what, 15 years we've been together or something. Um, and only because like, I felt like there was something wrong with me for not looking. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, should I be looking? Like, am I stupid for not looking? You know, but like, there's just, you know, like he doesn't go out with his friends. Like I'm his best friend. Like, you know, if you ask my husband what his hobbies were, he'd be like, oh, I don't know. But, like, honestly, as cheesy as it might sound, like, we are each other's hobbies. You and know what I mean? Like, if, there, if you feel like there's a reason to look for, through his phone, then there's a problem. Yeah, that's the whole thing. I, I went through his phone strictly because I felt like, wait, am I missing something? Like, because I'm the only person I knew who didn't do it? Hmm. You know, like, I don't have a reason. Like, he doesn't play games. There's not a reason to not trust mm-hmm. him. You know what I mean? Like... He get like, it's just, it's just normal and it fits. And you know what? Sometimes it's not always the most exciting thing, but to me, like there is something to be said about comfort and the fact of like, I know that I'm going to grow old with him and that, you know what? He's still going to make those cheesy jokes, you know, when I get older and I'm not going to be able to hear the TV as it is. You know what I mean? Like, and he's going to be doing those things that I'm going to tell like my grandkids, like he's been doing this forever, you know, like, and I know that we'll always have little stupid things that we say and, and that, you know, that there's sometimes a word or, or something that somebody will say that me and him will just look at each other and kind of like laugh or like a, those inside jokes, you know, 
um, hearing like a young couple or somebody ask about relationship advice and like us giving them advice. And then on the way home, you know, in the car, having the recap laughing like to ourselves, like, do you remember when that was us? Like how dumb and young we were? Like, you know what I mean? Like just like when I first met my husband, I was 21. You know, I can honestly say he's going to be 50 next year. Like we've grown up together, you know, and at different times. You know, there's times where I felt like he was more advanced than me. There's times where I felt like he was not moving and he was not growing and like he should probably meditate and become vegan or something different because I was on a new kick. But like, that's where I was at. And he let me be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just it. being married has taught me so much about other people and about compromise and about myself and about what unconditional love is. And that's, if that's one thing I can say is the best thing about a marriage to me is that I know that I truly know nobody in my life will ever love me as much as he does. That's and that's awesome. so cute. Can we end on a really uplifting, funny note? Sure. <laughs> I think you and I, and Lauren especially, are people that need their alone time. How, totally. How do you respectfully get your alone time? When you're living with somebody, I go for a ride. You I go for a ride, ride in the car. Oh my god, guys! That's what, like honestly, I'm the reason like global warming is going to happen sooner. <laughs> I am. I burn gas all the time. Like I have to go for a ride. I, my mother even says it. She's like, "Up, oh, her time is expiring. She has to leave." That's I've been amazing. Like that since I was a little girl. I I like going in the car and listening to music that has curse words in it that I can't listen to with the kids in the car and have my windows, you know rolled up and my music blasting and that is my time and it might just be driving around for like two miles that might be it but i need that that's how i regroup do you say like you're going out to get something or you don't even need to say that oh no i need to say everything because everybody has to know everything about my life (laughs) in this house (laughs) okay and then i'll have my husband try to be nice and be like do you want me to go to the store for you and it's like listen unless it's 40 below no i don't want you to go to the store for me i want to go to the store the worst part is when they want to go with you oh I hey mom can we go with you i'm like no you cannot See, that's like, what i, I mean like, yes. that's what i mean I so you do like, you're just like oh no i would like to go alone no i have to be like no i'm getting tampons i'm gonna get like a vaginal suppository please <laughs> i need to go get it myself like leave me alone like because everybody needs that you know yep and they need it too i think so I don't they think can they understand. need it as much as we do. Yeah, I don't think that they need it as much Not as, as we much, do but I got, they got to understand just like, let me go get my uh, use infection medication. Totally. Yeah, but totally. look, you're having to come up with an excuse. Um, because you know what? Also, if, if, if my husband was to say to me, hey, I just need 20 minutes away from your fucking face, I'd be a little insulted. Yeah, that's true. Like with Jack, he'll be like, we spent four nights in a row together. It's kind of, it's okay if we take a break. I'm like, it is okay. Do you need a break? And then I worry. So, yeah. No, totally. And it's not even a personal thing. It's just about needing space. I do that with my kids. I do that with my husband. I do that with work. I just sometimes, that's why people, uh, that's why I run to the bathroom half the time. I don't pee that much during the day. I just need a minute. I I just need a minute. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. Do you fart in front of each other? That was my next question because. Oh my God. God. You know what's so funny? This past year, I swear, um, we both fart during our sleep and, um, you know, like we've heard each other or whatever, like every now and then he'll be like, I'll say something. I'm like, ew, you totally were farting your sleep. He's like, really? Miss Trumpets over there? (laughs) That's what our dad says about my mom, but she'll never do it voluntarily. 
No, but I also have two dogs. So like there have been times where I've done like a fart, like a fart where it's been a silent but deadly fart, like the really bad ones that you're like, of I course. don't care if you've seen a placenta come out of my vagina. I don't want you to ever think that I could actually let an odor go from my body that smells like that. So I blame it on my dogs. I have done that before. Okay. Well, sometimes I'll be snuggling on the couch with a guy and then like my entire stomach is just, it's blown up like a helium balloon. And I know I have to get it out of there or I'm going to have to make an excuse to like go to the bathroom Um, or go change my clothes or take a bath or something. And it just would be so much easier, maybe even better for our relationship if I were to just say, like, hey, I'm going to put a blanket over me and move to the love seat. You know what's funny? Here's the whole thing. I personally think it's great if, like, like my sister, my older sister and her husband, like, they're the type of people that will literally, like, sit on each other's heads and fart on each other. (laughs) I don't want that. I want to be a little bit more discreet, but also honest. Like, hey, I have some gas pains. Yeah, no, see, to me, it's like, you're either going to be a bear, if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly. So, like, you're either going to be like, I have gas pains. If you're going to get up and say that, just go to the bathroom. Just do your thing quietly. Yeah. But if you're going to have gas, fart on their head. I just <laughs> married to somebody who gets really grossed out by stuff like that. So, like, he just, I just won't do it just because he will shame me and not laugh as much as I think it would be funny. And he'll leave me feeling gross. That's it. Mm-hmm. So, it just depends but, on the guy, I think. It does. Yeah. All right. Well, I really Christina, do. I think we got I lots feel, of I'm wisdom so today. Sorry for the person who has to edit this, because I know my ADD kicked in big time. Nope. There is no We're not edits. cutting anything out. Nope. Well, we'll come to you next time we have an adult question that needs to be answered by an adult that's just eight years older than me. That is yeah. so crazy. Is that funny? I just, I just think it's funny that you guys think I'm an adult. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah, we were. our new question for people is when, at what age did you feel like you were actually an adult? And I guess you still don't. I think when things like that, like like when you're like, when you have finished paying off your Christmas bill, um, when your like hot water heater breaks and you're like, ugh, this is adult shit. Um, or like um, when you realize like you have to fill out your own paperwork. Or make your own doctor's, doctor's appointments. Yeah. 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 I yeah. feel like I, I can adult well, like I am currently adulting, but I don't know that I, I don't know when I'm gonna feel like I'm a grown up. Like, hi, I'm Ashley. Like, I live on my own and I do what I need. I think it's probably when I start, stop calling my dad and being like, Dad, how do I do taxes? Dad, how do I open a bank account? No, but you know what, guys? Never stop doing that. Like, you know what I mean? One, they love that. Two, it's like people need people. You got to ask people for things. Like, I know that I feel like we're all like, we're all little girls playing in big girls' worlds. Like, I remember. Even for like my youngest son, I remember dropping him off the first day at pre-K and looking at the other moms and thinking to myself, like, do they know like I'm just like a kid? (laughs) (laughs) Some of them are younger than me. Some of them are older. Like we're all like, who's, what is an adult? Like what? When you stop having fun, like, you know what I mean? Like just, just pay your bills, you know, be mature 80% of the time have fun. You know what I mean? Just don't be boring. I think people think adults are boring. Like I'm boring, 
but not because I'm an adult. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just boring because I'm, I'm boring. boring. Yeah. You know? I'm just boring. No, you're, you're, um, you've proven throughout this podcast that you are the opposite of boring. Oh, really? Well, maybe, maybe that's what makes me an adult because I think that this is boring. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But Christina, you're to a great out. talker. I wish I could talk like you. One day in eight years, maybe you'll Th- have maybe as much that's wisdom. adulting. When you You're can so finish funny. sentences properly. It's true. Like I, I wouldn't wish sub- that on anyone. Subject, verb, period. Oh, my goodness. All right. We're going to sign right, off girls. with Christina. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Give yourself a shout out. Christina, not only are you full of wisdom, but you also do amazing eyebrows. And you're located where in New Jersey? I am located at the Strand Salon in River Edge, New Jersey. And I'm also available at Browse by Christina G. That's Christina with a K on Instagram. Hell yes. So if you need your brows done, do you thread or wax? I'm not into threading, guys. I feel like it, it, it's not as accurate. But for some people who cannot get waxed, I tweeze only. Okay. okay. There's some amazing transformation photos on that Instagram, by the way, everyone. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, girls. So if you live in Jersey, check her out at the Strand Salon. We love you, Christina. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Bye. Love you. you Bye. Bye. All right, guys. Well, Christina's amazing. She's able to speak about life real and raw, which is what we love. And, you know, talk about things that we're not exactly at the point of, but also in a way that we are able to relate. Yeah, we're just like like, all of you are like, oh, that's entertaining. It's funny. And like one day I hope. I'll be like her. Yeah, like, I hope we'll all have the same kind of problems, you know? Like, just too happy two kids and married and all dealing with the normal the normal issues. Yeah. So, so um, you know, rate us, review us. Subscribe. talking in the I Don't Get It Facebook group. It is so funny, and yeah. we love it. Let us know what epi- more episodes you want to hear about yeah. and who you want on. I know that you guys sometimes feel like you're being rude if you're being critical, but no. if you don't like a podcast topic that we've that we've talked about and like we spent at least an hour of energy on, um, we really actually appreciate you letting us know. Yeah, and then we don't have to do another one if you guys not liking it. <laughs> or uh, if you just want to hear from the three of us more. Um... Because we do, like, take time to get effort. Take time to get effort. <laughs> we take the time to come up with guests so you guys get a variety each week. But if you're overwhelmingly in support of just the three of us blabbing, that's easy. And if it makes you guys happier, then Woo-hoo. we shall do. But also let us know what other experts you'd like on if you want experts. All right. Uh, Basically, just let us know what you like. (laughs) Catch us next week on the I Don't Get a Podcast. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It.